Hello, I'm your host, Neil Howard. Thank you so much for joining us once again here on Health Professional Radio. We'll be speaking with Dr. Thomas Carroll. He's joining us to talk about his presentations from the 2023 American Academy of Head and Neck Surgery Conference. Welcome to Health Professional Radio, Dr. Thomas Carroll. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Tell us what it is that you do and where it is that you practice. Sure. Um, I am at Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston, Massachusetts. I'm the director of the voice program. Uh, at the hospital, which means I'm a laryngologist and treat uh, voice disorders, among others. And um, uh, I'm an associate professor of otolaryngology, head and neck surgery uh, at Harvard Medical School. I was a musician my entire life and, until medical school and a singer for that. And that's kind of how I got into the field of laryngology, which include breathing problems like cough and uh, swallowing disorders. So it's just been a nice way to combine my two interests in life to take care of people with voice problems. When you were singing, were you able to offer anyone any advice or solutions on some of their voice problems when you heard it? Um, I mean, it's yes, <laughs> broadly, but usually it's to say, hey, come on in, let me take a look at you. I think I can, you know, figure some stuff out for you because really, you know, examination is a huge part of, of what we do and we have some great technology to allow us to look at the vocal folds uh, in vibration. And, uh, and sort of see how the other muscles of the throat and the larynx compensate for problems. Was there anything else that pushed you toward this particular specialty? Um, I definitely liked uh, a surgical option, you know, when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up in medical school. Um, and uh, I like working with my hands, so something surgical. And I enjoy the fact that there's a lot of office-based uh, treatments that we offer. It's not all in the operating room. And there's a, a good medical component. So as a, as a specialty goes, it's got a lot of the, the boxes that we you know, we check off as we're as we're going through our training, and and it just uh, it seems to be the right fit. What is the hot topic in the field currently? Um, in laryngology specifically, and again, I'm a, I'm an otolaryngologist by training and a subspecialty laryngologist. So one of the one of the hot topics is chronic cough, and that's something that I I have a personal interest in. Uh, and it's a hot topic only because it's really hard to treat. Um, people often you know come to our lectures because there aren't. Um, a lot of new or great options for treating this problem. So uh, I think, you know, that and, um, you know, just innovations and trying to move things from the operating room into the office in terms of being able to treat a patient without having to use general anesthesia, I think those are some of the hotter topics. Are there symptoms that could be alleviated simply by a change in lifestyle as opposed to treatment? Uh, yes, definitely. I mean, depending on the problem, for example, with chronic cough, it can be related to um, uh, reflux, which we see a lot, you know, uh, liquid coming up from the stomach, uh, not necessarily always an acidic liquid. It can be uh, something that an acid pill won't fix the problem. So, you know, changing when they eat, what they eat, um, how soon they lie down after they eat, uh, maybe adding some uh, some treatments that are not just sort of traditional acid blockers, but more um, barrier-forming agents. Um, and then, you know, the other thing is I work with a wonderful group of speech-language pathologists, and they work on the behavioral aspects of a lot of these disorders, including cough and voice disorders, and they're really going to be the ones who, um, you know, help patients work without medical or surgical, you know, or in coordination with medical and surgical treatments. 
We hear singers, we hear talk show hosts, we hear newscasters, we hear voices all day, every day. Are you more inclined to see a person that's a professional using their voice, having problems? Are you more likely to see just the everyday person? Um, It's really a mixed bag. I mean, everybody's a professional voice user in some ways, everybody who has to talk for work and communicate. You know, if you're if you work in a, a factory and you need to be able to scream over loud machine noise, you can't do that. There might be a safety issue. Um, so, we, you know, we treat everybody, um, you know, who uses their voice and their work as a professional voice user. It's not just the high-end singer. And a lot of people forget that, you know. I mean, if, uh, if an administrator, say, in my in my division at uh, Brigham, we, you know, they can't use their voice and be on the phone. That's their job, you know, and it's a tough, uh, a tough situation when they lose their voice. So, I think we see everybody across the gamut, but a lot of people who just want to be able to interact with their family, spend a day talking at work, and then be able to go out to dinner at a restaurant and talk over loud noise. And, and those are often the complaints we get. Or one, one family member can't hear very well, and the other one's not loud enough. You know, these are the, these are the real-life situations, and, and, and we love helping all those people. Now, this sounds like challenges, you know, around the dinner table. What about some of the challenges that you face in dealing with ENT situations that are far from regular? Well, I think the most challenging part of any laryngologist's job is often going to be the airway, you know, patient, the patient who can't breathe because um, their vocal folds either aren't coming apart to allow air to pass or they have a narrowing below their uh, voice box. Um, and uh, which can happen just out of the blue, unfortunately. We don't always know what causes that. And, uh, you know, those patients are challenging because they really, you know, beyond voice and swallowing, you have to breathe first, Um, and you have to be able to breathe and move air through your larynx, your voice box, to actually create a sound in your between your vocal folds. So, um, you know, dealing with how do you operate or, or work on a patient where you can't put a breathing tube in place, uh, or who needs uh, sort of to bypass the uh, normal roots of breathing um, temporarily. Uh, we deal with that all the time, and it's, uh, it's, it is one of the reasons I think a lot of people go into laryngology because it is a challenging uh, and sometimes scary part of our field. But, we, you know, we love helping the people who finally can breathe without a tube in, in their neck or without, you know, sounding like they're, you know, stridorous all day and their family's scared they're not going to, breathing so it's a it's it's rewarding but it is it is the more challenging uh, patient now it's my understanding that there were some pretty exciting updates in ENT following the 2023 American Academy of Head and Neck Surgery conference the conference is enormous and it covers so many different subspecialties in otolaryngology uh, but I presented some information on chronic cough um, and reflux and I think it's important uh, you know when to get the message out there that not everything that um, sounds like it's going to be a reflux-related disorder, is a reflux-related disorder. We have a lot of people who get put on medications for uh, stomach acid, uh, particularly proton pump inhibitor class of medications, that really never needed them in the first place, or the trial they were put on wasn't going to really show much anyway. Um, I have many patients who come to me for hoarseness, and their primary doctor or their, their community otolaryngologist, ENT doc, has put them on uh, you know, 40 milligrams, a high dose twice a day of a proton pump inhibitor to see if it improves their hoarseness. Really, you know, more so that's um, the situation where a doctor doesn't have all the tools that, say, a laryngologist might have to look at vocal fold vibration, look at uh, how a speech pathologist see the patient, and uh, and really get a real diagnosis. Because often 
uh, reflux is sort of a diagnosis of default when a, a doctor looks down at the vocal cords with a white light that doesn't show vibration. Everything looks kind of normal. Maybe it's a little red, um, and they, they presume um, that it's reflux-related. So, you know, I meet people who have been on proton pump inhibitors for 20 years because one doctor looked down one day and said, oh, you've got reflux you know, affecting your throat. Mm-hmm. And the reality is we've learned over the years that you really can't do that effectively. You know, being able to just look at somebody – you know, is is not going to diagnose reflux. So we're getting better about, you know, trying to steer people away from just knee-jerk giving acid blockers and, uh, you know, try to focus on what's the underlying diagnosis. doesn't mean reflux doesn't cause these problems. It does. Uh, but we have more specific tests and, and trials that don't just treat acid that can help us understand a patient's real underlying problem. Give us a website where our listeners can learn more. Um, one that stands out is voicefoundation.org. Uh, it's a national um, uh, foundation that, that aims to treat all voices, all voice disorders, and it's a, it's a fantastic organization. I appreciate you joining us here on Health Professional Radio and hoping that uh, you'll come back. Absolutely. Thanks for inviting me. Thank you. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Dr. Thomas Carroll. Audio copies of this program are available at healthprofessionalradio.com.au, also at Anchor Spotify, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio. 